0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of LMS Cast. This is part four in our Ultimate Course Creation Framework series. Again, this series runs parallel to the email mini-course that we've created called the Ultimate Course Creation Framework. And if you haven't already joined us, please do. Head over to lifterlms.com slash clinic. Or you can text us the word course clinic to 33444 and we'll get you enrolled that way. But it's really important uh, for you to join that course because if you don't, a lot of what we talk about isn't going to make a whole lot of sense. So the nitty gritty can be found there and we're going to be talking about it, everything at a high level. So... Today again, part four. We've gone through just a recap. We've gone through the rapid enrollment process, which is a, a, a series of things you need to do to get a student interest list of a hundred people or more together. Um, and then the second step, which plays on the first one, is finding the magical education intersection, is and that's that intersection point between uh, the knowledge that you have and kind of what your student wants want to learn. So it's all about market research and how to find that that sweet spot. Um, and then the third step is our collaborative course process where you actually pre-sell your course to a specific group, a very niche focused group of people so that you can validate whether or not people want to pay for your knowledge. And then today we're actually going to take a step back, take a breath and talk about just teaching. Um, because I think before we get into the designing the digital classroom, which is tomorrow's or next lesson, I should say we need to talk about how to teach online and it's totally different than teaching in person. Um, it's, it's just because you can teach in person doesn't mean you're going to be a great online teacher. So you want to make sure that you're, you're thinking about the online environment. So Chris, let me just give you the floor here. You've taught a lot online and I've seen you actually develop as a teacher uh, from way back in the day, you know, when you're doing timber pimps to, uh, which was like what, a wordworking course that yes. you did. I've seen you do gardening courses. I've seen you do learn e-learning courses. I mean, you've you, WordPress courses. I mean, you've done everything and you have lots and lots of experience here. So how do you, What what are the things that you think about when you go to teach online?
1: That's a great question. It's. It's totally different than being in person, although it feels like you could just, oh, just film me and we'll, we'll be fine. But it doesn't work that way. So it's kind of like that with great power comes great responsibility thing. Like, yeah, you can leverage the scale and the, the enor- enormous nature of the Internet and the global reach. Mm-hmm. But you're going to have to do things a little bit differently. There's going to be shorter attention spans. You might be reaching across cultures in ways you've never done before. Uh, and the different. the you may be touching different generations who learn differently. Like if I'm teaching WordPress stuff to somebody who's like 20 versus somebody who's like 65, I need to take a totally different approach. Right. So I think the number one thing you have to do is like in general, get familiar with your target audience. Like who are they? And it's fine if they're spread across a large age range. But then within that target audience, you have to those Some of those people are going to learn differently. Right? right? Yeah. There's the, the people who learn visually. They're going to want lots of video diagrams, infographics, charts, things like that. Uh, there's the kinesthetic people who need to feel it in their body. And, like, it depends on what your content is. But, um, you know, m- people who, like, learn in the body need to be moving and experimenting and learning things through exercise, whether that's, like, muscular or through, like, assignments go ahead it looks no like
0: i'm just saying. i'm just laughing because i'm that way and i'm just thinking about your daughter zoe and, yeah. and and hazel and their different learning i think kids are great to learn about the learning styles because it's so evident but i'm just thinking like you've got one child who's very much in the head and one who's very in the body
1: right yeah and so you when realizes- you teach them like you you have to be you know into this right Right, that's the same thing. And any, anybody who's a parent with more than one kid, it's amazing how different they can be and yeah. any learner is just like that.
0: Yeah, so, I mean for for kinesthetic real quick, my mom put me on a treadmill.
1: Yeah. No joke. <laughs> like she was like, "Here's your book, go
0: put it on, you know, 3 miles an hour and just walk while you read." It. And believe it or not, I mean, uh, that helped me avoid all sorts of 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 ADD medication and whatnot. And so when you go online, a simple way of of, of applying that principle um, and it's not like perfect, but just having these break points in your, your course where you tell people to go take a break. Cause this kinesthetic learner is not going to consciously go, Oh, I need to take a break. They're going to be like, this course sucks. That's actually how <laughs> they, that's how they say it. It's yeah. like, I'm not learning. This course sucks. In reality, they just need a break. And if you take the responsibility to tell them when a break should happen, where there is a natural break in your lessons, you're going to be, leaps and bounds ahead with the kinesthetic people um, so sorry digressing That's- a little bit but it's such an important point to make
1: yeah it may feel like a lot of work but when you're creating lesson content like if you have the option do it in all possible ways text video audio downloads something somebody can put on their phone and listen to while they're exercising or watching while they're exercising uh, just just open it up and I think the biggest blind spot that people have is to assume that the way they learn, is the way other people learn. So I'm right. a pretty visual guy. I'm always going to go to the video, but uh, that's not – that's a, just a portion of the learning style there.
0: And I think it's funny because our co-founder, Thomas, is totally – like hates video. And <laughs> yeah. he's going to look for the PDF that he can download or the audio that he could probably play on double speed because yeah. he just doesn't have any interest in sitting here and watching us. Videos are
1: slow. like right. for the not. Yeah, that's what some people would say.
0: So you got to take all this into account, you know. And it's, re- it's really good. So keep going. Sorry, I'm just getting excited because I love to teach. <laughs>
1: yeah. Some other things just uh, relate to the content you're putting out, but also what motivates the person. And there's four things you can look at when creating lesson content. And it's the questions you need to answer, the why, what, how, and what if. So a why learner needs to, this is for kind of for motivation, but also to actually learn the content. A why learner needs to know, well, why is this lesson important? Why if I learn this method, will I be better off? You know, like, tell me the That's big good. picture. Then the, the what person is like, well, what is this theory? That we're, What just tell me about it, explain it to me. I need to see how it all works, not just why it's important. And then the how person is like, forget the why and the what, just give me the action steps. Give me step one, two, three, four, five. Uh, you know, I just want to do it. Teach me how to do this thing. I don't need the philosophy behind it. Then the what if person is uh, is very interesting because they're like, I just, why does this matter? What if I don't do this? Or what if I do this well? Or what if I do this wrong? They're like scenario people that are in like all this kind of logic. So the best teachers are able to teach in a way that all four of those are answered through all learning styles, audio, visual, kinesthetic. So that's, if you want a quick tour on how to make a powerful lesson, there you go. And you need to be like very entertaining on screen. You know, this is the internet, short attention span, like you got to build that relationship. Yeah, yeah. And you're, you're, you're doing it right now.
0: You're bigger with your energy, you <laughs> yeah. know, and it might feel a bit weird, but it comes across so much better than if you're just kind of like, and today we're going to be talking about
1: mathematics. <laughs> it's Move like, your mouse over here and click this button. Yeah, yeah.
0: exactly. You got to be fun and have fun. And I think we've actually learned that. I've learned more about teaching through this podcast than I have anything else because every single week I got to step up to the plate and teach. And I've seen myself, like, I look back on some LMS cast episodes, I'm like, I really blew it there. You know, <laughs> I, mean, I just didn't have the coffee, I wasn't right mindset or whatever it was. Um, so it's been fun. And I think one of the things that I've learned, and I've done this recently with a course I'm working on next year. Uh, I just have everything broken out in, um, I like workflowy. It's a very personal choice. You could do this in a number of different tools. That's a list app
1: for those of you. Yeah,
0: it's a base. Yeah, exactly. It's a list app. It's like a hierarchical like outline. It's, it's nice. It's very simplistic, but I have, um, just these little identifiers that I use. So a audio visual kinesthetic. And then I have like, um, V for video and then SV for screen video. So I break that out. So video is just me like in front of the camera SV is screened video, like PowerPoint or just showing something audio would be an audio excerpt of that. Like, so, so detaching the audio from whatever it was I'm teaching to make sure that I have that included for people who are audio learners. And then uh, putting that in like some sort of embeddable player that has I think it's really important to have um, fast forward or double time because a lot of people who are audio, the reason they jump to audio is so that they can play it faster. So if you remove that from them, it's not good. Um, Or they can multitask. Yeah, they multitask. Exactly. They can throw it in their pocket and whatnot. Um, And then kinesthetic like, what am I, how many lessons am I stringing together before I tell them to take a break? So I just kind of plot it out so I, I can see my outline like, this is how I'm accommodating all the different people in this and, and I'm always looking at ways to improve that, but, um, but it's fun. And I mean, there's other things that you, you can talk about too. We have a lot of other uh, videos on engagement, but I do think it's important, um, to do engagement. And I think the one thing that people miss when it comes to awarding badges is give the badge value, give the badge context and do that at the beginning of your course. So show them the map of badges that that they will, that they need to earn to achieve the certificate, like map that out for them. Because if I'm in a course and I get a badge, who gives a rip? I didn't know I was going to get it. It didn't do anything for me. And I'm just, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, it's just weird actually. It's like, why did I get a badge? Like, I didn't know that I was going to get a badge, you know, but if, if on the introduction lesson or part of the introduction or fast start or whatever you want to call it, you're like, and this is the steps that you're going to go through to achieve this badge and boom, and you, t- and you show it to them, you know, that is so huge. That's another really cool thing that you can do online. Um, it, it actually, if I step back, it's not new. We've been doing this for years and Boy Scouts is the same thing. Oh, you want the archery badge? You got to do this, 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 and this to get the archery badge. You know, oh, you want the, you want to be a below instead of a Cub Scout? These are all the things you got to do to get to the below and then Boy Scout, you know? So we've always like, we've, this isn't new. We've just taken it online, but we forget that we don't tell our, our students like we tell the Cub Scout. You know, this is how you become a Weebolo, and this is how you, you know, this is how you progress. People need to know that. Otherwise they're flying blind. So that's another thing about teaching and engagement that people need to think about. So I'm excited. I hope there's something in here that uh, the listeners can take away. I know there is where they can increase um, and improve their their online teaching ability. Again, uh, if you haven't already opted in and signed up to take our free five-part course uh, the ultimate course creation framework, which really, I mean, is a, a step by step method for you to take away all risk of creating a course that no one wants to take. So it's huge. Uh, you can head over to lifterlms.com slash course clinic and jump in there, or you can email or text us the word course clinic to 33444 and we'll get you signed up that way. So Chris, do you have any final thoughts for the viewers at home or the listeners in the metropolitan
1: subways? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just want to say, if you want to be successful, you may have a great course idea. You may have a great strategy on how you're going to teach or a curriculum. But it's take note of this lesson and go go take a deep dive on the Ultimate Course Creators Framework because uh, it's not just about publishing that course. It's about making exceptional lesson content. That's what can be a major differentiator for you out there in the in the wild, out there in the marketplace. I love it. I love it. All right. Well, we will talk to you next week with the fifth and final
0: part of the Ultimate Course Creation Framework series. So excited to release that to you and uh, we'll talk to you then.